Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Does that count? <laughs> Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. It's time for us to preview the Kilkenny Galway game in some detail. I'm delighted to say Taggy Fogarty is with us. Aiden, good morning to you. How are you? Morning, lads. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Um, Galway are favourites for this. Uh, and Galway are a shorter price to win the All-Ireland than Kilkenny. Is that just on the basis of the injuries that Kilkenny have at the moment, do you think? Yeah, I'm not just saw Jerry, yeah. Um, no, three big players for Kilkenny. Adrian Mullen, I'd say, is definitely out. Uh, he's a huge player for Kilkenny. He's a, he's a massive cog in that wheel. Uh, Mikey Butler, there's doubts, but I'd say he's play. Richard Reid will be back. Deegan as well. He had a kind of a concussion the last day, so there, there's a lot of injuries um, coming into this game for Kenny. A lot of doubts over people's heads, but I'd say mainly AJ uh, Mullen. I'd say is the big one, and probably the factor that maybe Wexford beat them in Wexford Park as well. Um, you know, the first game that Kenny were kind of put up to uh, and <laughs> came out losing it. But uh, I felt actually Kenny was actually Kenny's one of their best games of, of the year uh, in terms of learning about the team uh, and performance-wise. So, what have you seen from Kilkenny? Like, um, I, it, sometimes we don't learn enough from these matches and, and ultimately we end up going, oh, that, actually there's been a trend that has developed from the league into the uh, the round-robin that re-emerges in, in either a semi-final or a final, in Kilkenny's case, if they, if they win on um, Sunday. So, what are you seeing from... Derek Ling, that's slightly different from the the Cody era. Yeah, it's it's such a difficult one. Um, it's so hard to know how Kilkenny are actually going um, because of the teams have been playing, and that's no disrespect to any of the teams. Look, the, the Leinster Championship has been a bit of a damn squid towards the Munster Championship. We're playing uh, Antrim, which would be expected to to win. Uh, we're playing Westmead, which would be expected to win. Playing Dublin, which would be expected to win. Um, you know, so these games that we're playing, we're not really being tested and. As far as I can see, Kenny are going solid, but very unspectacular, if that makes sense. Um, you know, they're just they're playing, they're playing who's in front of them. They're getting over the line, and they're getting the job done. And uh, look, I, I think from a Kenny's perspective and from a Gobby's perspective in Leinster, they don't have to be going one hundred percent in the Leinster Championship. The the view was that they'd be in a Leinster final uh, at the beginning of this uh, championship started and they are in a Leinster final without being, as I said already, kind of spectacular, without having to be on peak performance. And that maybe will suit them going into the All-Ireland series. Um, so so we really don't know what way they're going. As far as kind of what you could see and, and what way Derek has put his stamp on the tee, he's definitely... Um, he's definitely started to make the boys use the ball a little bit better and uh, they're using it they're going a little bit short they're, they're mixing the short and the long but they're definitely more comfortable playing that short game and getting guys on the ball getting guys into the better position and delivering that ball into the square they're playing kind of a two-man full forward line which most people uh, most teams do pulling out a, a third uh, around the middle of the field for that uh, famous middle third uh, where, where, the, where the match is won and lost um, so nothing spectacularly has changed. It's just they are a bit more comfortable on the ball. They're more confident playing it through the lines and they're making that run off the shoulder, which is vital. Uh, but in terms of actually how they're going, they're kind of an unknown entity, uh, really. You know, you're kind of basing a lot of the Leinster final maybe on last year and in terms of knockout because Leinster Championship now, the Leinster final, it's huge um, because you have a four-week break if you win it and if you lose, the likelihood is 
you're going to be playing a Tipperary team who most likely will beat Offaly. So nobody wants to do that. Um, you want to avoid injuries. As I said, we have injuries coming in already. So you want to get them right. So in terms of winning the Stenser final, I think it's massive for Kilkenny. Can you read anything, Taggy, into the uh, the drawn game between Kilkenny and Galway at Nolan Park at the end of April? Like, I know Kilkenny had the what five-point cushion with about 12, 13 minutes left. So it wasn't really a case of taking the foot off the pedal, but Galway seemed to be that, to be that team that, that really clawed teams back. We saw it against Dublin the last day as well. So maybe finishing the game strong will be a focus of Ling this, this week. Yeah, look, finishing the game strong. I think maybe on the flip side of that, um, Shane, I think Galway always um, seems to be getting a poor start. And I think that's something that Henry Sheffern will be um, really, really looking at. You know, they were down against um, Wexford. They were down six points against Dublin, clawed it back to a draw. They were down um, against Kilkenny as well and, and drew it back uh, um, and got a draw as well. So I'd be maybe concentrating more on a Galway's perspective there in terms of their slow starts to champions to the championship games because I think in the bigger games and I think more in championship games it'll be harder to get back them uh, the them big leads and and you know it's it'll come a stage where they won't be able to get them back um, so I do feel that a, a big start uh, for Galway is needed uh, and Henry will be looking at that side of things from a Kilkenny's point of view I think one thing that has come to, to shore maybe is um, is goals being conceded by Kilkenny uh, Antrim scored three twenty. Uh, above in uh, above in Antrim, which was a massive score against Kilkenny, and uh, obviously uh, the the Helter Skelter game we had down below in Wexford Park it was just crazy. Um, you know, Wexford scored five goals that day. So, I think Derek will be looking at shoring up ship at the back. I think they need to be tighter. I think to be more aggressive. I think they need to play more as a unit because that long ball to the square seems to be some sort of a threat. And now Hugh Lauder for me is one of the best fullbacks in in, in Ireland. So he needs to, the rest of the guys need to just filter back when that ball has gone in there and swarm out and kill any kind of threat of goals. So in, in, in that point of view, I think that's what something Derek will be looking at. And, and, on, the, and on the flip side, um, people were giving out, but kind of not scoring goals. But we seem to be kind of getting a few now. You know, on Cody rattled in three the last day. Tom Feeling is a bit of a fine. He's playing wing four, scored one four as well. He, he's kind of lanky and he's kind of, you know, he's rangy and he's, um, he's, he's direct. So I think that's why he's in there. Um, because Kenny's forward line may be lacking a small bit of pace. They're big, they're strong, you know, Mossy Kion, oh, cool. these guys will throw you out of the way. But in terms of getting the ball, turning your defender, going straight for a goal, getting away from the defender and drawing another defender, you know, Kenny haven't got too many of those and that's how goals are created in my view. If you're Henry Shefflin, Taggy, how are you coping with Owen Cody? Like you saw the form, you mentioned the form he's been in in recent games. Like he's a man that uh, he obviously knows very well from Ballyhill. So, uh, what do you do with Owen Cody? Yeah, it, it is a tricky one, I suppose. Look, they'll have McInerney in full back. Um, he probably most likely pick up TJ Reid. Now, if I was if I was Derek, I might put TJ Reid out to the corner and, and just mix things up a small bit. But look, you just have to man mark him. Greenish should probably be maybe um, corner back. Just put a man, stick a man to him. But it's the delivery of the ball, uh, Shane. In my in my view, if if the delivery of the ball is is quality and it's getting that little bounce into the into the hand, you see the quality of the delivery of the ball from the Limerick. And I'm only picking Limerick because they're all Ireland champions. It's it's a nearly a perfect ball. It's so hard to defend that. So it's out the field, and I feel where that's that's where games are won. It's out the field. It's that hard battle. It's that kind of you know fighting for that tough tough ball, putting guys under pressure, not get not letting them put the head up. And put that perfect ball into because if Owen Cody gets that perfect ball, it's unmarkable. There's not a whole lot you can do. But Henry, for me, I think could be looking at this sense of final really in terms of consistency. Um, 
the big thing about Galway, and I've been on the show before talking about Galway and their flaws and their failings and what's good and bad about them. I still think there's a big inconsistency in the Galway team for whatever reason. Um, you know, and I think Henry was going up trying to get that out of them. Look, they turned up against a, a Galway, or sorry, against Dublin, uh, a perfect game for them to get ready for a Leinster final. And they were so bad in that first half. You know, there was just lack of intensity. There was no drive. Now they pulled it back and got a draw. But that's not going to be good enough going forward. So I think the big thing for Henry is the worry of, is this Galway team going to actually turn up or are they going to be flat? Or what way is it going to be? And you know that's the big worry for Henry. I feel when you were playing against them, there were countless times within the same championship where they'd hammer you, and then you'd beat them in the game that ultimately would decide whether or not the season was good. Could you tell on the day how quickly into a match could you tell? Uh oh, or ah, this is handy today. What was the, What was that like? Yeah, it, it, it's strange. Um, I think there was two maybe factors to that. I think fifteen minutes in. There's more about us, um, Ger, really, about how we were going and the intensity we were bringing. And, you know, I suppose us kind of winning ball, winning the hard graft and getting into the forward line. And the second thing, I suppose, is the, the Croke Park factor. Um, I think, Kenny, back in the day, you now you asked me about back when I was playing, I think we prepared so well in training and it was just the training we had and it was just the team and the panel we had. We were just so focused and we were just so ready for matches in Croke Park. But I think Crow Park actually takes away from atmosphere. And Galway seem to play better when the crowd kind of feed into it. It's like Wexford. I believe Wexford play like the, like a 16th man down below in Wexford Park when the crowd get in around them, their tails are up, you know, they're baiting for blood. You know, every pint score is a massive cheer. I think that's massively missing um, in Crow Park when you have 25, 30,000 maybe there on Sunday. And Galway, I think, find it hard to feed off that when there's kind of maybe a clap or two. And Galway tend to drive wides that are poor out the field and that sucks the energy out of a team and out of a crowd and out of a game and at the time I think maybe Kenny were a little more, more clinical you know we were putting more to bar but we were just confident in our own ability and that, that that's when I felt maybe that we had Galway but on the flip side then that, that like when Galway came out and they were ready and you know maybe when their backs were against the wall there was no safety net that's the when you knew you'd have a game against Galway and you know when they were kind of when they were really hitting off yet, maybe even off the ball, you know, they were angry. You know, that's when you knew, right, well, this Galway team is up for today. I remember in the build-up to last year's Leinster final, Taggy, Niall Moore and the former Limerick hurler saying neither Kilkenny and Galway were, were All-Ireland contenders. Um, he proved to be to be right, ultimately. Is it different this year? Like, would you expect Galway and Kilkenny to, to be in with the reckoning realistically? I do, guys, yeah. I, like, as I kind of mentioned already, it, it's so hard to kind of... Um, where Galway are at, where Kilkenny are actually at in terms of knockout championship. You look at the Munster championship, you look at the Munster final, Clare and Limerick, we pretty much know what we're going to get there in the Munster final. We pretty much know what we're going to get from them two teams. Tipperary gone through as well. We kind of know what we're going to get from Tipperary with Liam Cal when they turn up on the day. But in the Leinster championship, we don't really know because of the quality of the teams that are in Leinster and the teams that Kilkenny and Galway have been playing. They didn't have to be 100%. But if you look over the years, Shane, if you look at um, you know past tenses, Galway and Kilkenny tend to do well in the Ireland series. You know they do raise their game. I think uh, training is up an awful lot after a Leinster Championship or coming up to a Leinster Championship at least because it's coming to that site stage of the Championship. I think mentality wise, I think focus wise, I think uh, you know psychology wise, uh, the whole thing is lifted. 
And I can guarantee you, nobody would want to be playing a Kilkenny or a Galway in an Ireland quarter final or an Ireland semi final because we're just hard to beat. And if you win, say if you win a Leinster title, you're into a semi, an Ireland semi final. And just say from a Kilkenny's perspective, Kilkenny always do very well in, in semi finals. They're so hard to beat. You've seen it against last year against uh, against Clare. You know they wiped Clare. Clare looked very tired. But Kilkenny just knew how to prepare for it. And you're one game away from an Ireland final, and then anything can happen. So in terms of Galway and Kenny competing in the Ireland series, I think there's no doubt about it. I think teams won't want to meet them. I think they'll raise their game and they'll play better against the better teams and they'll play better when it's knockout championship and when their back's against the wall. Does it matter that they've already played and drawn? Is there stuff that will be... That you, after this game on Sunday, we'll draw a straight line from the first game to the second game and go, oh, well, that pattern emerged in the first game and uh, Kilkenny or Galway couldn't interrupt it and that's what swung it or is this just a total one-off game where nothing is relevant I think like really I was at that game in Nolan Park at the beginning um, or sorry in the middle of the championship and like it really was shadow boxing I felt um, there was a small bit of intensity to it the only thing is and we've mentioned it already is maybe the comeback from Galway that Derek will have learned from that and will have warned that you can't take your foot off the pedal because Galway will come at you. And when Galway come at you, they're, they're, well, like any team, when, when any team comes at you, it's so hard to uh, put them on the back foot or, or win a free. And I think maybe individually-wise, you know, Evan Island ran riot um, that day and, and Concanon as well. Um, Kenny so I think maybe they'll be more kind of focused on players and, I suppose, matchups and uh, nullifying um, impact of, of players on the day. And I think maybe watching one or two forwards for Galway it will be very important for Derek, and I suppose in terms of in terms of Galway, and I suppose their inconsistency as well. Um, it's it's usually the, the the older stock for Galway, the Garold McInerneys, you know the the, the Burks, um, um, you know the P Mannions, these guys. When these lads aren't playing, it's the newer kids on the block that maybe haven't pushed on in terms of their self um, development. Um, you know maybe the likes of uh, Monaghan, Tom Monaghan there, like he was he was brilliant. Um, in, in some games but really for me it hasn't pushed on so I think the, the dory for Galway is the new guys and, and what they're going to bring to it um, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a different type of game um, that means than what we've seen all year long I think definitely Chatterbox in, in Nolan Park and I don't think too many the, the two managers haven't learned a whole lot about each other how important is, is discipline, Taggy? Because you mentioned Nyland and his accuracy from freeze is, is quite remarkable similarly TJ obviously Um but how do you find that balance between not conceding too many frees because you know it can be the difference in the end, but also bringing that little bit of physicality and aggression because it's a delicate tightrope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, like I think it's controlled aggression. Um, you have to, well for me, you have to play on the edge. You know, people are giving about Limerick and things. I nearly admire him for playing on the edge. I admire him for you know really putting them down tough tackles. Um, but it is a balancing act and you have to be so careful and it probably comes from the training ground in terms of, you know, it, it really is your mind. You, you can't be lazy and it's about honesty and it's about, you talk about honesty about guys making runs, but it's honesty in the tackle as well. It's honesty of not being lazy in the tackle, not showing the arm in, not coming in late, being very disciplined and, and, and that's hard work, you know, and, and that's part of the game and it's part of the game that maybe we forget that you, or you're just tackling. Tackling, you have to be so disciplined now these days because you'll just be caught for it. And anything high and anything to the head is just going to be called. So, yeah, like it really is, it is control aggression. But 
it's a fine line because if you if you if you back down slightly or if you drop off slightly, well then there's your intensity gone and you know you're not getting the best out of your players. So you have to play on the edge and you're gonna to have to um you know, you're gonna to have to shunt up a few frees. Yeah, that that's gonna happen in the game. And when it's in the heart of the championship, you want to set down markers the first ten, fifteen minutes, you have to hit and hit hard, but hit fairly. Um, uh, Henry's obviously moved McInerney to fullback and, and Burke to centre back. Is this working? Do you think? And are you surprised that they've done that, or is that kind of just a somebody out from outside coming in and seeing? Oh, there's an obvious solution to our problems here. Let's try this and see how it goes. There could be a couple of factors there. Joe. I was I was thinking about that, and I don't know whether it was Henry just putting his own stamp on the game. And um, by all accounts, uh, Dahi Burke prefers playing out centre centre back. And um, you know, just just talking to a few Galway guys, he prefers that position. Um, for me, I would have left as was because I think Dottie Burke is one of the best fullbacks in the country. Um, perhaps they weren't putting the ball. Teams were were avoiding Dottie Burke in terms of not putting the ball into that full forward line, that little square, because Dottie just controls that so well. He's brilliant in the air. He's brilliant as maybe the dark arts of playing playing the man and getting the ball, kind of like a JJ Delaney esque, um, you know, left hand on top and, and winning many balls. So maybe the thinking was get Dottie Burke out towards maybe the, the centre-back to get him in the game more, to get him on ball more. He's a great striker of the ball. He's a leader. You know, we saw him grab the ball there during the year. Um, I think it was, it was, um, it was in Galway, to was, was under pressure anyway, and he just grabbed that ball and, and led from the front, put it over the bar. You know, that's real leadership. And I suppose McInerney is brilliant in the air, so I suppose high balls to the, to the, to the square, McInerney will still deal with him, but... In my view, I, I'd still have him as well. So maybe it's just Henry putting that stamp, uh, his own authority on on, um, on this Galway team. But for me, I would have stuck. I would have stuck with them as it was because I couldn't see anything wrong there. But maybe they just want to work in the game more and more kind of influence on the game. And uh, McInerney, obviously, it's a different, totally different challenge. Um, particularly against maybe maybe it's particularly different against Kilkenny, or maybe it'll be the nippier, faster forwards they meet later in the championship um, with the pace that you were talking about earlier on. Uh, it, it hasn't. They haven't suffered for it yet. Is there any possibility that that might be a square peg in a round hole? Well, possibly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, the, the, the days of the high balls going to the square. That's more so when a team is under pressure. We, we've seen it. We've seen it with Wexford. We've seen it with Dublin. Like when you're under pressure, you just hit that ball to the, to the square, and you're looking for a goal. But then you come up to the likes of maybe the cuter teams, the likes of the Clares, the likes of you know the Tips. They will drag you left and right, and you know it's a two-man for forward line. Usually, they'll be putting that ball into the pocket of the space rather to down centre on McInerney. So I feel, you know, has McInerney got the legs to read that? As I said already, if the ball is perfect, there's nothing you can do. But you know, I think Dahi Burke just dictates it way better. But I think they just have him out the field to, to to kind of influence the game a little bit more. McInerney great in the air, but I'm not so sure about the speed wise. And you're going to be coming up against lethal forwards. Even Kilkenny, look, they could leave Owen Cody and Mossy Keown in there, two big strong men. They could have TJ kind of roaming around because, you know, TJ needs to be in the game a little bit more. Um, I think he's the more games TJ is getting, the better he's getting, but he's still not at his best. How important is the in-game management, Taggy? Because both sets of managers have a decent uh, bench to pick from in terms of strength and depth, but like I even think back to the Galway game against Wexford, I think it was, earlier in the, the league and you know, Sheffield brings Concanon off the bench, changes the game completely. Ronan Murphy comes off the bench as well, Salmon as well. Um, so the in-game management is going to be crucial. So in many regards, it comes into the last 15-20 minutes, it who gets that right. Yeah, it, it, it's massive. Um, I think, you know, it, it's all about the bench now. Um, 
and I think maybe if it, even if you look at Limerick, I know we're talking about Galway, but if, it, if it, I keep going back to Limerick, but you know, I think that's maybe one of Limerick's failings this year is how they're finishing out games and how that's maybe why teams are staying really close to them is because you know the Casey's and um, you know these guys are coming off, but they're not doing as much damage as they were. So you need guys coming off the bench to make an impact. And it, it's huge to get that right in terms of who, who you're going to take off the bench. You can have a, have a very strong bench in terms of um, leadership and in terms of experience. You know, you have Walter Welch, you have Parig Welch, these guys coming on, they know how to finish out games. Galway, like, I don't know whether they have the strong bench you know, to come on and make a difference. It, it's a real young lad. The, the Bahan, um, I think it was, was it Monaghan? No, it was... It was it was it came on against Kenny got that final pint you know they need guys like that to come off to, to make an impact uh, on the day and it's huge to see out a game because it is a 20 man panel it is a 20 man game now and the way the game has gone it's so intense it's so ferocious you need fresh legs but you need guys to come off and make that difference was it McLaughlin came off the bench McLaughlin that's, yeah. that's it McLaughlin yeah uh, he, came on, he actually came on for Conor Whelan I did want to ask about Conor Whelan um, uh, you know, uh, inside forwards union here, but Conor Whelan, 26, he's already been, you know, one of the most heavily regarded forwards in the game. Is it just that teams are planning for him and so therefore he's still hugely functional and important to what's happening with Galway? Because he's not quite scoring at the level with the heavy scoring that we thought that somebody of his talent might be able to do at this stage. Yeah, I, I think there's maybe two factors going on here, Joe. I think that the delivery to Conor Whelan has been very poor. I think Galway are a small bit lethargic and a small bit slow giving in that ball. And they're going for scores out the field, which are probably, you know, a 70-30 shot at goal. And they're kind of driving them wide. And as I talked about already, taking the energy out of that Galway team. I think Galway just needs to be really clinical in terms of getting that ball to the delivery zone of the wing-back line and looking up and giving in to Conor Whelan. Conor Whelan has been starved of possession. I'd love to know his possession stats in terms of the, the ball being delivered and, and then what he's actually getting. And then the follow-on factor from that is, as a player, if you're not getting on the score sheet, if you're not getting ball, well, you're kind of thinking, well, is it, is it me? Am I playing bad? Uh, am I off form? You know, I was taken off against Kilkenny uh, in big games. Um, but I just think that... The way Galway are playing are not playing to the attributes of Conor Whelan because you need to be feeling, feeding that guy as much ball as you can. You could imagine, you know, the, the, the likes of an Aaron Galan not getting ball. Like, it's criminal, like, to have someone in there and to be so effective and be so good. And Conor Whelan plays with a little bit of confidence. He plays when he's on the ball, his tail is up. That's when he's really hard to mark, but he's not getting enough ball. The delivery from the Galway out the field players is just not good enough, in my opinion. Okay, so you don't hold him responsible for the level of performance we've seen so far? I don't. I, I actually hold kind of the delivery of the ball and the way Galway are setting up and taking these shot, pop shots from out the field. You know, and, and that's great when they go over, don't get me wrong, and they need to be doing it because maybe it's been, it's been shored up out the field that they need to take these shots from the wing-back line and the, and the midfielders. But I still feel that it's not Conor Whelan's fault that he's maybe not playing to his potential. It's more the delivery going into him and the, the amount of ball going into that full forward line of Galway. I've seen it against Kenny. They weren't putting that ball into the full forward line until the second half and that's when they started the motor. Okay. As we said at the start of this, Galway are slight favourites. Do you make them slight favourites? <laughs> I don't really. I think... I'm not sure how... Galway take this Leinster final I'm not sure how a Leinster final 
um, is up there in terms of silverware for Galway. No, there's a bit of tradition in Kilkenny, in Wexford, in Offaly about winning a Leinster title. I think there's a bit more kick in Kilkenny that like they really want to win this Leinster title. The only thing will be for Galway is that going through the front door, I think it's very important. I think for Henry Shefflin, I think for this Galway team, it's important that they pick up a bit of silverware. I think they're maybe a small bit under a bit more pressure than Kilkenny. So maybe that's why they're slightly favours going in. But I think Kilkenny... Um, you know, if they turn up, if uh, Adrian Mullen is probably going to be out, but I still they're a very good team. And I suppose it's if Galway turn up, it's the inconsistency of if they show up, they can beat anyone. And if they don't show up, well, they can be flat, lethargic, and the whole thing can be a damn squid. All right, we'll see what happens. Aidan, good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thanks, guys. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.